Welcome back to another episode of Your Body Is Yours Pod. This is Aja Imani. Um, I'm doing a preface to this episode only because it's a very vulnerable one for me. And in it, I'm in real time processing a situation or conversation that I had with a family member of mine who... Um, it wasn't a positive interaction, but it also revealed to me, um, some work that I still needed to do around using my voice and speaking up for myself. So I say all that to say, and I won't say too much, um, that I hope you listen with an open heart and that you enjoy. And if you do message me on Instagram or something. Okay, here it goes. Mm. Have you ever had a conversation with a narcissist? I'm talking about someone that makes you question your whole reality. I mean, like, you're in a conversation with someone and... You might not see the same point or, you know, think the same thing. And you come out of the conversation or you're in, let's, let's start. You're inside of the conversation and you feel like your words are being twisted or like you being triggered or like, com- like comments are being made that are directly targeted to confuse or escalate the situation. And then somebody comes back and then the person that you're in a conversation comes back and says, I never said that. Now you're projecting. I didn't say that. You're misinterpreting my words. And then they might say, oh, now you're doing a thing with linguistics. Or then they might say, are you angered? You're being really emotional. You're being aggressive. I don't think we can have a conversation when emotions are involved. I'm here to talk to you about gaslighting. And it is the Scorpio full moon. I don't know how much, how into that you are, but um, basically this is a time in which things are coming to surface. And for me, um, three in the morning, I just got out of a conversation that really brought some things from my childhood to the surface. And it involves gaslighting. So let's talk about it. Gaslighting is a tactic in which a person or entity, in order to gain more power, makes a victim question their reality. It works much better than you may think. Anyone is susceptible to gaslighting. It's a common technique of abusers, dictators, narcissists, and cult leaders. It's done slowly so the victims don't realize how much they've been brainwashed. And I'm looking at this and I'm just thinking about how often I, as a young person, was... In, was um, in conversations in which my reality was being denied to me, often by men. And I think that over the last couple of days, I've been having um, 
just really strong feelings about what my journey as a black woman has been in relation to men um, over the past, you know, 24 years of my black life. Um, and I've been very hesitant to have this conversation because I think too often, if you are someone who considers themselves to be a feminist or womanist or someone who believes in the um, power or the viewpoint experience, if someone who centers the experiences of black women, a lot of times, at least in my experience, I've gotten pushback about, you know, what the reality might be or maybe someone would like to bring some nuance into my understanding of my own circumstances and oftentimes that nuance looks like well I'm a, I'm a good guy or I, my my um my daddy never act like that I I I'm a husband is you know a great guy. It's fine. Like patriarchy doesn't exist. Toxic masculinity doesn't exist. I know six great men that I could call right now and tell you how great they are, and that's a form of gaslighting in itself. Because what happens is I'm telling you how I feel or how my experience with a certain with my a trend a pattern a system. And someone will come back and say, well, that can't be true or, you know, let me give you another viewpoint to consider when in reality, the, 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 um, what is it, the, the way that we should meet or, or tend to or, um, be in relationship with how people say like people sharing their experience is from a place of curiosity and 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 trying to understand them rather than being in a situation where you are trying to refute or contest how someone feels about how they've related to people in the past or how they're related to you for example and so i say all that to say that i've been very um cautious because I myself have been um concerned with you know some people saying like you're a man basher whatever the case may be and I know that I'm not I have a great partner I have great relationships with a lot of men in my life I think that um there are a lot of men who do good. There are a lot of men who do bad. What I'm talking about, and which really gets lost in conversations like these, or the, the hypotheticals that I'm talking about, ones that I've been in, in the past and the one that I just got out of, um, what often happens is they try to poke holes in what someone is saying. So I, I say all that to say that I hope that if anybody is listening to this, that they take take... Um, notice to the things that might be a reflection of my own reality and the reality of other black women around me and not try to poke holes or refute or contest um, those realities because if you got uh, several people in the world or there's a whole just like experiences of black women black feminism black writers saying that this is the reality is very difficult and even statistically it's very difficult to say that you know patriarchy isn't a thing or that black women typically or have experiences with massage noir or you know misogyny um based on the fact that we are black women and 
So I want to discuss how if I were to tell my little sister about what it is to be understanding in relationship to people or communicative in relationship to people, but also be and and also able to ex- accept and tend and tend to contend with um, nuance in the conversation. I will also tell her that while those those skills of being able to hear someone else's viewpoint are important, it's equally important to hear, understand, and be curious about the viewpoint that you yourself possess. Because I've been in many situations. My, the sister that I'm thinking about right now is a freshman in high school. I've been in many situations in in high school where I, you know, thought I was dealing with somebody, and you know, it's high school or whatever. So people run a game, and you know, you you got all this feelings, and they're saying that what you seeing is not real, and feeling like they don't really, um, y'all aren't saying eye to eye, and then you kind of acquiesce to how they feel just to be accepted or to be liked or not to start a pot or to keep the peace like black women sometimes have to do or choose to do or have had to do in order to survive i would tell her that in order to be in relationship it's very important to make sure that the relationship with yourself is 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 also tended to so that you know that you're not about to let nobody walk up one side of you and down the other and that the viewpoints that you have though the though you may be open to changing them are worthy of being listened to and not twisted and valued and and dealt with with compassion and care just like i would say you know my sister would need to do that for anybody she was in a relationship with so that's my system. I would say, you know, it's important to, to number one, be straight in yourself and understand that it's very key for you not to let anybody try to make it seem like you're crazy. I remember several situations when I was at age, you know, dealing with somebody and coming out of a conversation really completely confused about how I ended up crying, you know, how you know, I was the one who was who ended up apologizing, or I was the one that ended up wrong, or how, you know, somebody else started telling me their problems when I was the one who came came with you know concerns that I wanted to voice. So I would tell I would tell my sister to to be clear, even if even if um even if you are open and I encourage I would encourage her to be open. I would also open to understanding someone else's viewpoint and putting yourself in someone else's shoes, I would also encourage her to be very clear on what it is she stood for and what it is that she was saying. So that at the end of the day, you can understand that somebody is trying to lie and manipulate the conversation that you're having with them. So that's what I would tell my sisters, my cousins, my nieces. I would tell all of them. I would tell all of them that. I would tell you that too if it's something that you need. And when I was younger, I remember I would I would write a list because you sometimes get in those conversations and it's like, well maybe maybe 
whatever it wasn't true or what that person said wasn't true or you know and all of those things might be true they might have merit to them but also just be careful about how you let folk talk to you and be careful about what kind of energy you allow in your space and know when know exactly when it's time for you to go Mm. Know when the conversation has reached a point where you're not being heard, where someone keeps cutting you off and then they talk about you cutting them off, that there is no ground to stand on in this instance of the conversation. So, sis, I would advise you to just move on. Say, I think that we're not going to come to a conclusion right now. So maybe we should, you know, come back to this at a later date. So you could collect yourself and your your spirit and your things and call your energy back to you so you can understand what's right from left and what you really want. Because sometimes when you deal with a narcissist, you come out the conversation like, I don't know what the heck just happened. If you don't got your wits about you or if you don't have your... Um, you know, your, your ducks in a row, as somebody, your grandma would say, somebody would try to tear your little story to pieces, get your little feelings all hurt. So that's what I would say to my sister. And what I would say to, what I would say to brothers is that There are a lot of you, many, that I've seen who are doing, quote-unquote, the work or, you know, being really introspective about childhood or who they really are or what it is they really like or, you know, what really excites them or what kind of friends they really want to be in a relationship with or how things might have impacted the person that they are today and what is masculinity and what are the things that I would talk about, you know, relationships and sex and how am I supposed to behave and what am I supposed to talk to my friends about? People who are in investigation or taking on some curiosity about the way that they were brought up or the way that they live in the world, I salute you. I have the utmost respect and am am as to my understanding of myself at this point at the highest point of reverence for people who are in and have the capacity to use tools and be in the investigation about themselves. So I say all that to say don't misquote me. There is Another group, I say all to say, I love y'all who are doing the work, who are trying to figure it out, who are complex and are trying to hold the complexities of their complexity. I see that and I appreciate it and I value that. <clears throat> but, actually not but, I don't really like to use but because it, it places an unnecessary dichotomy. I would say and. There are people in the world who were raised as boys, maybe black boys, but 
and grew to be black men who caused a lot of harm to people with them black femme identities. And to you, I say, I'm mad as hell. I say, how diggity, I'm just like, <clears throat> like, I, stop, I am angry, rightfully angry, not on that twisted, crooked room, anger bullshit that they try to throw back in our faces. I'm rightfully angry at the men who think it's okay to to speak ill about women behind their back. I'm angry about the men who only appreciate black women for the labor that they do for them. I'm angry about men who have kids with women and leave them or kids men who abuse their kids or leave their kids. I'm angry. I'm really pissed off about that. I'm really hurt behind that. There's a lot of harm that has been done because of you. There's a lot of harm that's been done on your behalf. There's a lot of harm that you have um, allowed to let slide in those locker room conversations. There's a lot of harm that you think is not that bad. A lot of harm that you pass on to your nephews and your little cousins who then pass on harm. There's a lot of violence. There's a lot of deceit. There's a lot of, of trauma that's being, that's being caused and not attended to, not rectified, not taken accountability for, not um, cared about or acknowledged. And so I guess the question becomes, who, whose work is it to do? Is it my work? Me, a black woman, been harmed by several black men in my life. Is it my work at 3.30 in the, in the morning to um, be in that on bad to parsing through all of my relations with men or people who I've been in relationship with? Is it my work to undo? Part of it is because, you know, my work is my work. But at what point does it become enough? When you have a daughter, when when you say, oh, I saw that happen to my mom and I don't want to be like that anymore. When it happens to your sister. At what point of the locker room talk when somebody is showing you pictures of somebody else's body that they didn't consent to, at what point does that become uncomfortable for you? At what point do you engage in a conversation that you know your mother would not like you participating in? What, at what point do you say, nah, nah, I'm not really into that. You know what I'm saying? I'm actually over here 
like therapy or something. How how uncomfortable do I have to be for you to be uncomfortable? How many tears do I have to cry on account of you not doing your own work? How much grace and and mercy and and room and acknowledgement of the complexities of your complexities do I have to do? How much emotional labor do I have to do? How many memes do I have to post? How many sister circles do I have to wail my eyes out in? How many pissed off messages do I have to post on Instagram? How many um many I don't even know. How much, when does it become enough for somebody to look at me and say, me or any other black woman and say, you know what, I'm living wrong. How much pain do we have to endure in order for you to say, I need to do some things a little different? How long do we have to suffer until you say, you do got a point. How long how long do I have to wait until you see past your own perspective, your own understanding of how the world works for you to just listen a little bit to mine? How long do I have to be gaslit so you can keep your little ego? How long is my reality denied so you can create this false sense of supreme personhood or um, self-made-ism or God-like stature or whatever the hell you want to create for yourself? How long? When is it enough? How much labor do I have to do? How many times do I have to say I need your help? When will you understand that consent is a thing? When will you know that the things that you think are not that bad are really actually leading to the things that are that bad? When will you read bell hooks? How long do I have to wait? I want to know. I would prefer that my child, if I have a child that decides to call themselves a woman, a black woman, I want to know if that black child will be sitting in a bathtub at 3.18 in the morning talking about how much longer. How much sleep do black women have to lose? How much violence do we have to endure? How much, oh, it's the last time, or, no, he said he won't do it again. I failed. It's okay, no, don't say nothing. No, he's your family, it's okay. Keep us in the family and the family. How, how much of that do I gotta do? How much contortion do I have to do until it's comfortable for you? You want to just, you want me to 
do a tabletop so you can sit on my back. I'll tell you that I'm not having fun. And I would love to know how much longer. Interpreting our words. And then they might say, oh, now you're doing a thing with linguistics. Or then they might say, are you angered? You're being really emotional. You're being aggressive. I don't think we can have a conversation when emotions are involved. I'm here to talk to you about gaslighting. And it is the Scorpio full moon. I don't know how much, how into that you are. But um, basically, this is a time in which things are coming to surface. 